You're listening to the Tipsy Nerds Book Club Podcast, your home for the best of science fiction and fantasy with a twist. Whether you prefer your stories with dragons or aliens, your beverages shaken or stirred, fill your glass, relax, and join the conversation with your hosts, sci-fi and fantasy authors and proud tipsy nerds, Natalie Wright and R.S. Dabney. Welcome, tipsy nerds, book lovers, sci-fi and fantasy fans to the Tipsy Nerds book club podcast. I am one of your hosts, Natalie Wright. And with me as always is the little peaked, maybe <laughs> a little under the weather, but still with us, Robin Schofield. Hey, Robin, what's going hey, on? Natalie, how are you? Well, yeah, you answer and then I'll answer. <laughs> I, I think I'm probably doing a little better than you. I'm doing pretty good, but how are you? Yes. I've been locked down for a week because my boyfriend had COVID and I, I kept taking co- Corona tests and they were all negative. And so I went to get my PCR test today to release me back into the wild. And, uh, I just got it back like 30 minutes ago and it's positive. So oh. I am going back into another week of hiding in my home and, yeah. um, promised Natalie that I will rest and take it yeah, easy. Yeah, no playing lacrosse, climbing yeah. mountains, running in the snow and <laughs> cold yeah. weather. Really hard on me, but happy to do it. <laughs> but yeah. really, I'm doing I'm doing fine. I'm it's it's not too bad. I'm fortunate. Rob is laying on the floor right now with water bottle a hot water bottle on her. No, I'm kidding. She's not. She's totally fine. She looks totally fine. I am not drinking today. I hope you guys can forgive me. I don't feel like it's best to put vodka into my COVID belly, but (laughs) we're going for caffeinated rather than tipsy today um, for for Robin. (laughs) But yeah, for those of you who don't know this about Robin, if Robin's sitting still, it's kind of rare. You know what I mean? Like, like Robin's a hummingbird in life. And so for her to not be physically like highly active is really hard on her. So, well, we all hope that you're fine and you don't like go absolutely stir crazy and bonkers in your prolonged resting at home. I'll be okay. I'll survive. She's I'll be able to catch up on our reading for our next, our next uh, episode. That's, so that's positive. Crazy. Well, today we are talking about a television show, Hawkeye, in the Marvel Universe that I believe is streaming solely on Disney Plus, or at least that's where I found it. Robin, is mm-hmm. that, that your information as well? Yes, I believe, not I believe, I know Disney now owns all the rights to Marvel. So I, I, I'm pretty sure, I haven't checked yeah. Netflix, but I think all those shows that were on there, uh, Daredevil and uh, what was that fun one with the white guy who, <laughs> Oh yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I can't um, remember the name of that show right now. I um, think those have been pulled from Netflix. I, I can't, you know, I'm probably wrong on that, but Disney now owns it. So it is streaming on, on Disney plus exclusively. And it came out in December. It's in the story of Clint, it, you know, it's part of Clint Barton's story and Jeremy Renner reprises his role as Clint Barton Hawkeye. And it came out around Christmas time. And this is like, interestingly, a Disney attempt at a Christmas show. And it, I mean, there is kind of that Christmas flair, Christmas theme to this, even though I just watched it in, here in February. So it, I wasn't watching it during the holiday season, but I could see this becoming, I just kind of jumping ahead, but I could kind of see it becoming like um, Die Hard, where it's like, <laughs> it becomes part of the Christmas lexicon to watch. Yes. Because uh, it definitely has a, a little bit of holiday flair. Other people in the show, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I wasn't familiar with this actress before. Oh, she's um, great. 
but she, um, and Linda Cardellini as Laura Barton, Clint Barton's wife, she is reprising her role. Florence Pugh also as Natasha Romanoff's sister, Yelena Belova, Belova. Um, I'm probably pronouncing that very badly. Um, she reprises her role and then a whole bunch of other people in mm-hmm. the show as um, the, the cast of characters. I want to give a caveat here that I, Hawkeye is like not my favorite um, mm-hmm. Avenger. You know, I was always kind of like, yeah, you know, meh. like not real into Jeremy Renner, not real into the character Hawkeye. So again, my pal Robin says, hey, let's watch this. I'm like, oh, is she getting a me into now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't super excited about the show, but I'm like, you know, it, you know, fine, I'll try it. Marvel usually doesn't do anything badly. I enjoyed WandaVision. I liked the Loki um, show that they did. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a try. So that's kind of where I started. I always let people know that like my baseline is, eh, you know, Robin's pulling me into this. I'll try it and see if I like it. And I, I feel like equal times is, is my recommendation, good and bad. <laughs> it could go. It's not like you can trust me. It can go either way. <laughs> so Robin, were you excited before you began watching the show? Was it something that you, like, was Hawkeye a, a favorite Avenger of yours or did you? Is Hawkeye a favorite Avenger of anyone? I think he's like kind of the most boring Avenger, but that's why I was so intrigued that they made a, a TV show. And so, no, I just kept seeing good reviews about it. And mm-hmm. so I was like, we should watch this. Yeah. And one thing I loved about the show is that it, it actually wasn't really about Hawkeye. It's like, yeah. it was kind of about Hawkeye, but it yeah. was more about like a three or a few really like badass women. And I right. thought, <laughs> so of course I loved the show, but no, I, it's not like I was super stoked going into it. I just had read good reviews and yeah. I thought, why not? And yeah. I enjoyed it. I did too. Yes. I had to actually yes. stop myself from binging all in one, you know, like yes. sitting there for like six or seven hours watching the whole thing. Yes. I loved it. My husband, and then I watched it again because my husband then wanted to see it. So I watched it twice mm-hmm. through and I really enjoyed it like yes. way more than I thought it would. I I would say I probably liked this of the, of the like television shows that, that Disney has done in the Marvel universe. I, I, I think WandaVision, I probably liked a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I liked this one probably more than I liked the Loki show. Interesting. And I think it was so well done and the acting was so good yes. and, and it was fun and it was yes. light. Like there were some emotional and heavy moments, but it's like, right. it was also so fun. And you brought up Die Hard um, earlier. And I'm so glad you said that because as I was watching it, I was like, I'm getting serious Die Hard vibes. <laughs> and like the Christmas have, tree. And but also like, like the cheesy, city. like one-liners, yes. you know, that like Jeremy Renner sometimes drops and it's like, oh, yes. that's totally Bruce Willis. <laughs> right. Um, Bruce Renner yeah. did a great job in this. Like I said, I, I just, did you say Bruce? <laughs> did I say Bruce? I probably did. I think Jeremy, Bruce Renner. <laughs> Jeremy Renner did a great yeah. job. One yeah. of the, there were so many things I liked about the show mm-hmm. for, for listeners who haven't watched it yet. It's pretty campy, but like mm-hmm. that is intentional. Like they are just embracing the cheese a little bit here because like the main dudes that are their bad guys are the tracksuits gang, you know, and it's like a mafia gang and it's really kind of 
over the top, but they like know that. So I always appreciate when a show knows <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. It's like cheesy. And they're it's not just trying like, to be badass and like falling short. It's right, like, right. I think what makes it badass and enjoyable is that it's like, Hey, this is a little silly and we right. know it. And like deck the halls it's Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the serious side of the show that I also really appreciated was And I mean, I don't think we've seen a lot of this, but you know, when you think about the Marvel universe, the Avengers series of of movies, fucking Thanos. I mean, this is like half of the population just disappeared. Mm -hmm. And while it's somber in the movie in a way, because they go on and they save the world and, you know, there's all these super villains or superheroes and special effects, this show though really kind of pulls it back a little bit and through the eyes of Jeremy Renner and his children and his wife. And then also Yelena, Natasha mm-hmm. Romanoff's sister, and they're dealing with the loss of Natasha who, you know, black widow is truly like the hero in this all. When you right. think about it, I mean, she sacrificed herself. And so there are moments in this show where I thought they really did a really great job of bringing it back to like a reality in this universe. And then the main character, Haley, um, mm-hmm. the, the young Kate. lady who's going to take up, um, she plays Kate Bishop, Kate Bishop, you know, the, the very beginning of the show starts out with her back in 2012 in New York city, experiencing her part of her house falling down when the aliens invade. And mm-hmm. so this girl, you know, instead of getting, getting like, shell-shocked and, and, you know, becoming numb to life. She's like, I'm going to kick ass because if this ever happens again, I want to be ready. And so it's just, I thought that was fascinating how they really drew on their own story world they've created, which is very rich right? and pull into that, these, these real life people. Yep. So that at the end of the story, you go, well, Hawkeye's just a guy. Yeah. But he's a hero. And I loved that quote that um, Kate said, and and I think this ties into what you're saying, but she mentioned something about, I think in the last episode, that watching Hawkeye back in 2012, when he inspired her to become who she was, she learned that you don't have to have magic or superpowers to be a hero. You just have to like want to be better than everything, not better than people, but like you want to do better in the world. And I think the cool thing with this whole series was whether it's Hawkeye or Natasha or Elena, Elena or Kate, none of them are magical or have superpowers and they're all incredibly badass and doing like really big and important things. And so I think, you know, the Marvel universe is great and interesting and fantastic, but I really liked the show because it just was normal people like doing really good and important things because they care about other people. And I, I like that. I also loved, okay. So then the other thing that's kind of campy, but it was really fun was the other heroes in the story uh, of Hawkeye are the LARPers. These are, most of them are first responders. There's, they're like firefighters and cops who are in the park <laughs> doing their live action role play. And um, this is a world that, you know, like I'm kind of familiar with going to comic cons and seeing like cosplayers and LARPers there. And um, again, they kind of go in with this one expectation, perhaps, uh, both Hawkeye and Kate Bishop of of these people, but come away with a kind of a very different 
realization of who these people really are. And then they become part of the story. And if this, they continue this story, which I'm assuming they are with Kate Bishop, I just, I'm, I'm assuming maybe some of these people will be in these future stories where now they're kind of integrated into sort of the sidekick role for, for them, you know, the people yeah. who can help them out, you know, in the police office or in the fire department. And um, even though they've been doing role play, that in this, they get to come in and have a true hero role, which was, I thought, fun and you know, and it gave some comic relief, but also I think it was a shout out to first responders and how much they, again, are true heroes helping people every day, even though they're not wearing capes, they can't fly, you know, they don't have a magical hammer, you know, but they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're true heroes. So I love that about the story as well. Yeah, it definitely was about everyday people doing big things rather than hey, this guy is from another planet and he's strong. It's like, that's great. However, he'll, he'll never exist in our world. But right. you know, the guy who's a police officer and carries a sword in Central Park on Saturday, like right. actually might be able to stop, help stop the tracksuit gang from, you know, right. destroying. <laughs> and yeah, exactly. I think they did a good job of that. And all of the, even all the characters had that seriousness with some emotional side story but also the campiness. Like I want to talk about Elena real quick. Cause she was my absolute favorite. I love Elena. And like, she's told badass, like sent to kill Hawkeye, her relationship with Kate throughout the whole thing was amazing. I would love a spinoff show with Kate and Elena and, and Maya also would be cool in there, yes. but you know, the open, the scene with Elena and she's like sitting there eating macaroni and cheese in Kate's house, like uh, talking about how she's going to kill Hawkeye just yeah. matter of factly the, the, yeah. the comedic timing I'm here to talk was to also him. I'm here to kill him yeah <laughs> <laughs> the comedic timing of everybody was really nice too yes. like uh, yeah I just I so the many other, elements of this were surprising to me on how yeah. enjoyable it was the other thing they did very well and I've seen people trying to do this and doing it very badly is they pulled in a deaf character so mm-hmm. she's differently abled and first of all, I've uh, done extremely well, but also mm-hmm. Hawkeye in the, in the show, I don't know if this is in real life, but in the show, he's wearing um, a hearing aid because he has hearing loss. And at one point, I think Kate Bishop says, how did that happen? And they do a montage of all the times the Hawkeye spit in the middle. Yeah, there's explosions. explosions. <laughs> yeah. All this horrible <laughs> stuff from all the movies that we've seen. And it's yeah. like, yeah you know, that makes sense. But Mm -hmm. then there's this, again, like, it's sort of like not the main part of the story, but there's this thing in there where, you know, he has hearing loss, there's a deaf character, and she is bad fucking ass. I mean, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and I love what they did with her character in the end, and how she kind of like, saw a truth and, and got, got it together. We'll see what happens with her. The story wasn't about being deaf, it was just integrated in and I think done in a really good, really smooth, seamless, yeah. like organic way. I enjoyed um, that watching her also communicating with the different characters and the characters who had learned sign language to be able to communicate with her and the ones who hadn't. And the, um, even that Hawkeye was able to do a little bit and that different characters tried at least to like form that connection and that communication. And yeah, I think it was really well done. And I enjoyed seeing that. Because that's, I think the more that we can integrate different people, different people's lives and the aspect that they 
how they live on a day-to-day basis is so interesting for those of us who don't have to, you know, go through those things or, or experience the world in those ways. And I, I loved seeing that. And she was a total badass and she fought so well. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I think she and Kate Bishop and Yelena are like, kind of like three aspects of the same coin where these are mm-hmm. three characters um, that had hardship and their reaction was to try to do what they could in their life to become a stronger, like yes. physically stronger person. All of it None kind of, them of growing fell out apart. Of, right. This, yeah. yeah, the, the hardship. So that's, that's an interesting, but they all have very different personalities and they approach mm. life differently. Yeah. And then there's so many just fun side characters like Kate Bishop's mother's boyfriend. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot his name, but I wanted to bring I, him up, but I forgot his name. I can't remember He's his name delightful. either. <laughs> He's really pretty funny. Yeah. And at first, you know, my husband's like, well, I don't like him. And I'm like, just, just hold on. Yeah. Hold your wad, you know, like at, by the end, I think you have a different opinion of him. So many funny little, little moments. And then mm-hmm. though we have to mention, um, Laura Barton, Clint Barton's wife, who interestingly in the Marvel movies, you know, we see her on this farm with the kids, you know, and if you all didn't see it or don't recall this Clint Barton in um, in the Avenger movies and, uh, the end game, his whole family, Mm-hmm. disappeared. Mm-hmm. And so the concept of him becoming the vigilante, that's another really big piece. That's actually the, the, we, the, the catalyst, the, it's the catalyst. <laughs> yeah. It's the foundation of this entire um, series of uh, TV yeah. shows, but his wife, you know, and I remember thinking at times, like, what is up with his wife? She's all like, yeah, fine, go gallivant around New York. And, you know, like being like a young woman, <laughs> me and the kids just hang out on the farm, you know, I'm like, yeah. really? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> well, I'm not going to give it away. But if you watch the series, watch the very end. And, you know, there's, there's some tantalizing information that is presented mm-hmm. at the very end of the show um, that loops Laura back into this in a much bigger way. And I, I was excited by that too. And what yeah. that means for the, you know, the Marvel universe and future stories that might come about. They'll definitely make a, another series, like a sequel to this. And I hope they do. Um, would you say like for people listening, I mean, we've given a lot of spoilers, but the Marvel universe and all the content in it is huge. <laughs> so what, what would someone need to have watched before this? to, I I think you could watch it without having seen anything and you'd be, you'd still be entertained. I think having seen Black Widow would be really good. I think you could be probably end game, but you could be okay without um, anything. I think anyone could just sit down and watch it and really enjoy it. And then go back and explore the Marvel universe from this series. You could see what led to this and where the puzzle pieces fit together. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I think I think it could be richer to watch the show if you at least watched the end game, mm-hmm. the last two movies, Infinity Wars and Endgame. Mm-hmm. Right. And then um if you watch Black Widow. Yeah. Because the piece about Yelena and who she was like, I had watched Black Widow last year. So like when her face came on the screen, I immediately was like, Oh, wait a minute, I know her. Wait a minute, who is she? And yeah. then, you know, it came to me who she mm-hmm. was. But that piece too, I, I got the feels about about that, about what she was going through in Hawkeye, both losing this really important person. And then for me, I like Black Widow was one of my favorite characters, you know? Yeah. So when Natasha, when we lost Natasha, I was like, oh, Natasha. 
show. Yeah. It's why, so why, it's like why couldn't they have gotten rid of Hawkeye? <laughs> yeah, well, there was that. But yeah. I mean, I kind of got, I mean, he has three kids. I know. Okay. I, yeah. And I, so, back. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, and I think he said it correctly. Natasha wasn't going to let him win. That's true. She yeah. was like, nope. nope. And that's you've part got, of you've got these three kids to take care of and I don't have children. And so you go take care of your kids. And that's part and- of why, even though this show was fun and campy, it was also much deeper than that because you did have characters struggling with the consequences of loss and um sacrifice from previous films and content in the universe and and it was it was very authentic and real and you felt it and well acted and so you could laugh but you could also you know have the feels (laughs) right exactly that's where I say if I think if you've watched those those Mm -hmm. things particularly the uh, the end game and infinity wars like you'll have more of a background of what actually was happening for these people. Yeah. Um, and that's pulled in not only with Clint Barton, but with Yelena because mm-hmm. she disappeared yeah. and then reappeared. <laughs> yeah. like, and that was kind of well done and interesting, but you know, you like in the movies, it's just like, okay, everyone's back or people are mm-hmm. back, you know, but for her, it was like, oh my gosh, she lost mm-hmm. six years of her life and people right. moved on and they did things and like life went on. Yeah. And so I, I, I'm enjoying the shows and how they're pulling that in and then exploring for, um, exploring for these characters, like what it was really like, and it's mm-hmm. traumatic. I mean, they were, <laughs> you know, like it, we were watching as a movie and it's fantasy, but like, what if you were sitting in your home and you're a 12 year old or a 10 year old and suddenly part of your house disappeared and there were aliens invading. Right. Like, I think that would kind of fuck you up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, turn you into a future superhero. Right. <laughs> not me, <laughs> not me. We know this Robin, <laughs> me, I'd be like sucking my thumb like in the corner. <laughs> Like, I'd be, I'd be a superhero. Yes. Robin <laughs> just would be a superhero. That. I might not. I might actually like hide. <laughs> it could go either way. So I'd be drinking uh, yeah. bourbon and trying to ignore the fact that it never happened. <laughs> this isn't real. It's not That's real. That's true. So <laughs> it's clear you would give our listeners the thumbs up on this and recommend it to anybody yeah, to watch. Definitely. definitely. Yeah, me it's, too. it's fun. It's fun. And mm-hmm. if you haven't watched any Marvel stuff, it's still fun. Yep. I agree. I agree. And I look forward to more and they just are such, they so solidly and produce the, the people in the Marvel realm are just mm-hmm. so solidly producing decently written, decently produced, well acted yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so it's a pleasure to be able to turn on the, the, the telly and know that, you know, you're going to see something that's not just garbage. Yeah, I agree. Um, the same is not necessarily true of their Star Wars brand, but that's a story for another day on Tipsy yeah. Nerd. So. <laughs> That'll be my oh. next suggestion. So stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> stay tuned. Natalie may not have that opinion about all of their brands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely the Marvel brand. I, I just, it's always fun. Yep. I agree. Well, it's always fun seeing you, Robin, and I hope that you feel better and recover and. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to go watch some more uh, Disney shows to recommend to you. Hopefully only the good ones. (laughs) And I look forward to talking with you soon about our next project. Yes. And a reminder to all of our listeners, please stay safe. We want to have you all keep listening.
crap's getting real again. So hope everyone's staying well. Yes, exactly. (sighs) All right. To those of you drinking while you listen, cheers to the rest. (laughs) Good health and uh, we'll talk soon. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Tipsy Nerds Book Club podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the fun with your friends and family. Want a recipe for a cocktail you heard here? You can find recipes as well as show notes, episode transcripts, and helpful links on our website, tipsynerdsbookclub.com. And as always, join us next week for a new episode of Libations and Geeking Out. Cheers.